hey, if you love Roll For It, watch the cast live every week on Twitch as we continue the story. That's twitch.tv slash rollforitpod. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Welcome to Roll For It. It's a D&D podcast of random monsters and epic adventures. Each episode, we will roll a D100 to determine which monster we will encounter. This season, every monster is woven into a tale set at sea. Yarr! We also level up every episode, so our characters will get to test out cool new magic and abilities as we face tougher challenges. Whether you're brand new to the game or a D&D veteran, thank you for tuning in to Roll, Roll For It! it. Welcome everybody to Roll For It Season 3. We're here with an all new cast. Hey, hey, what's Tell us up? who you are. Hi everyone, I'm Lexi. I'm a cosplayer and I like sharks a lot. She is on shark socks right now. <laughs> She's not a fraud. Yeah, I'm going to play Euphoria or UA to her friends. We don't know if you're my friends yet. She is a artificer tiefling, and she's gone through some stuff. Hey guys, I am Lee Royal. I'm actually really new to D&D. This is my first campaign, so thank you for inviting me and having me on. Yay. I'm an actor, a stuntman, entertainer, a cosplayer, a father, a husband. And I'll be playing a uh, moon elf named Kanar. Kanar is from a village of elves who are assigned a lifelong profession on their 100th birthday. But Kanar doesn't like the idea of being trapped to one profession for the rest of his life, and he wants to decide his own fate. I'm Kelsey, editor of Roll For It. And now cast member of Roll For It, what up? <laughs> I have a dog named Lucy who is perfect. And I like goldfish. I had a lot of goldfish this morning. <laughs> <laughs> so that's who I am. My character is a tabaxi rogue. She's a big old cat person. Her name is Mo. <laughs> She's really smart. She's got the skill, but she doesn't really use it. She's just kind of sitting around, not adventuring. And for now, she's okay with that. And I'm Jake. I'm the dungeon master. I've been playing D&D since as long as I knew that it's a thing I could do. Wait, so how long is that? Like, did you find out 20 minutes ago? Yeah, I, like just this morning, <laughs> someone was like, did you know that d and is a thing? And I was like, like we should what? immediately start season three of a podcast. <laughs> That's the only way. <laughs> yeah. We're going to be telling the story that takes place in the Southern Isles. This setting is full of pirates, monsters, mermaids. I don't know about mermaids, we're not sure, because we have to roll a D100 every episode to decide what the next monster is going to be. And so, here. No, I don't want to do it. That thing scares me, I'm gonna break it. Royal, you do it. <laughs> hey yeah. Okay. 72, my man, 72. All right. Great so, roll. I've got that on this list, and uh, we're gonna meet it, whatever it is. Ready? Yeah. It's nighttime. A moon elf lies watching the stars on a cloudless night. Kanar has blue alabaster skin with white hair and cornrows going back in a ponytail with some red highlights on the tips. He has a nice little black robe, hoodie, poncho combination cloak thing. He has a sleeve on the left side, uh, but not on the right. The right side is actually open. And a bow that he crafted himself out of two short swords put together at the hilt. 
is he could pull them apart as well. Ooh. Ooh. And so, yeah, he's just taking it all in. As you lay there, Kanar, you suddenly feel a sharp pain in your right arm, that exposed arm. It's up near your shoulder. You clutch your skin with your other hand as it feels like it's burning. Oh, God. And you see that it's actually glowing with blue and green and violet light. This is it? This is it? (laughs) The pain is gone as quickly as it came, maybe 20 seconds later. And you have received your mark of Saida. The jungle island village where Kanar lives with a society of moon elves is called Saida. The elves here spend their childhoods, which for elves is roughly a hundred years long, sampling and training in all the possible professions of the island. At some point in their 100th year, they receive the Mark of Saida. It tells the elf and their community which duty they will perform within the village for the rest of their lives. So Kanar, your tattoo, the one that just appeared on your arm, features a stone hammer, a curved saw, wood, and other tools. You recognize it immediately as the carpenter's mark. This isn't, um, this isn't what I had in mind. Um, I wanted to be an adventurer, an archer, a a sailor, something else besides this. Why are you acting weird? It's your sister, Nabora. She's 13. Nabora, I don't know what you're talking about. Is there something wrong with your arm? I wouldn't say something's wrong. You keep touching it and making weird faces. Listen, do you remember the tales Grandma used to tell us when we were younger i still am younger but you know what i mean you 13 year old <laughs> adolescent yeah 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 what what of it grandma Thesty used to tell us about the mark of the adventure and she told me of this great adventure that she knew and how he and i are so similar and i and i just thought you know maybe if i if i train like him and walk in his footsteps i could get the mark and i didn't take a look so you pull up your sleeve, and she looks excited. You got your mark? You yes. have to tell the elders. No, You're supposed to no, tell them right now. No, we won't do any of that. But I didn't get the mark that I wanted. This is not me. This isn't what I want to do for the rest of my life. Making desks, making drawers, making... You are really good at making wood stuff, though. I'm good at a lot of things. I know. I know that you're 13 right now, and maybe there's just some things you won't understand. But I... I'm a man now. <laughs> I need to make this decision. Nabor, I'm, I'm, I'm running away. You remember like two years ago when I ran away? You mean two years ago when you were only 11 and you weren't sure how the way of the world worked? And then I had to like sneak around at the neighbor's house and live with the sheep and I came home all stinky. It's not really running away, but yes. It I wasn't remember. fun when I did it. So I just wanted to tell you as an experienced person. Can you make a perception check for me? Roll a d20 and add your perception yes, skill. Yes, I can. The moment is here. <laughs> <laughs> the first roll of season three. I got an 18, Boyle. Ooh. Yeah. You're pretty high up on the island, and the jungle is clear enough here for you to see the ocean on either side. You actually hear the faint sound of a bell coming from the docks to the east. You look and see there's a strange ship below, and Nabora sees what you're seeing. Don't panic when I tell you what's on my mind right now. (laughs) She looks at you and she puts her hand on your shoulder where you've got your new tattoo. And she says, I was gone for two days, so I'll give you like four or five days. Oh, oh, okay. I'm pretty sure I can make it more than four or five days. Can I? And she takes her uh, quiver of 20 arrows and hands them to you. Come back soon. Thank you. I think you can do it. 
I'm like over here crying, guys. You reach the edge of the forest and you end up hiding in the brush a few hundred feet from the dock. And you see the name of the ship is just above you, the Fiery Revenge. Meanwhile, Euphoria, you hear a knock on the door. Where am I? What door? <laughs> <laughs> it's like a more commonly dressed room than you're used to. It's a bed okay. beneath some stairs. There's a trunk of your belongings, a dusty red cushioned chair by a small table with a mirror. You stare at yourself. I am purple with dark hair and horns and a tail. I'm definitely the only tiefling I've ever met. And I try to hide my appearance if I can. There are blueprints and like little vials of weird potions and bubbling stuff all over your desk that you've been working on. What yes. like what are some inventions you've been working on? Uh, the main one is my staff that has a furnace melting pot on top of it. It's pretty awesome. And then I've been working on the blueprints of this combat corgi. Right now it's a minifigure, but eventually it'll do some pretty good things. Um, <laughs> like a dog? It's a dog. You hear the heavy knocking on the wooden door. It's a heavy door with one of those sliding eye hole things. Oh, sweet. You are aboard the ship. The Fiery Revenge. <sighs> Such a dumb name. <laughs> I put on my hood and I look through the hole. So the human outside has white hair, a slim weathered face with an eye patch, and a full white goatee. Ah, yes. I recognize this man. <laughs> I will let him into my quarters. Just checking in, miss. Could you remind me of your name? I'm having a migraine. What is your name again? It's Ark, Miss Ark Yardley. But you can call me Hardheart. Explains the ship's name. Uh, well... Miss, I have some fruit from the port we just left. If you'd like, I can leave it here. Uh, thank you. I will take that fruit. I appreciate your kindness. You ask that I alert you if I hear any news or chatter about you. And? Well, I feel I may be of better service if you tell me your name or what you're looking for. I will not do such a thing. We did have a discussion previously on not knowing those things, and I gave you a fair amount of pay. Understood, miss. So thank you. I will take that fruit. Well, what kind of fruit is it? <laughs> what island were we just at? It was the port of Cider. Great. What kind of fruit does Cider produce? Canar. Canar. We got some plums, but we call them plumes. <laughs> the oh. elvish way. Oh, man, yeah, the elvish pretentious. way. Dragon fruit, but we call them dragon fruit. <laughs> Why do they say anything wrong? The, no, they're no. Elves. They're elves. Have you ever talked elvish to elves? Way. Like, it's the dialect. You, you know how you know the British adds uh, an extra letter to some of their words? Yeah. That's us. Yeah, so some, some good fruit. How long is left until we get to wherever I told you to go? <laughs> you hire them to take you to Earth End. Great. It's a way secluded nation of people far to the east. How long will it be until we arrive at Earth End? We have one more stop the old captain scheduled. The next stop after that is your stop. Two weeks or so wins, will it? The old captain? Yes. Well, I suspect the new captain will stick with the plan in place. What do you mean new captain? Who's this new captain? It's nothing to be... No, tell me. Miss you, will I meet this new captain? You, you will in time. Your deal is still in place and we will be there right on schedule as, as expected. And if not? Then I guess we'll be there a little after. I guess. Best be off, miss. If you need anything. Thank the heavens. <laughs> Couldn't be surrounded by more stupidity for longer than 20 minutes. Ouch. Okay. <laughs> She's intense, boy. Oh, my God. Well, I'm not a very happy person. I'm sorry, guys. Lexi was so nice before she got an accent. I don't know. 
So a few moments later, Mo wakes up. Mo, you are hungover. Can you describe your appearance oh, to us? Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> give me. Oh god, give me a second. Okay, I'm a cat. I'm brown, yellow eyes. I have on clothes. It's like a sweatshirt thing and some pants. And um, I'm Mo. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I love Mo. The room is spinning and rocking. Oh my god, my head. You're on a large bed in a big room with sunlight glowing through the curtains. There is a tray of fruit next to your bed. There's also an old guy. Oh, no. Oh, God. <laughs> Captain Mo. I? Mm-hmm. Okay. Whatever we had last night, I'm sure was really special. But Captain. I don't know if it was breakfast the next morning special. I, I think I need to go. I think you're misunderstanding. I mean, no offense. Like, you are cute and like an inmate. <laughs> Crusty. My name is Ark Yardley. Mm-hmm. We have not met. So we didn't hook up. No, Captain. Thank God. <laughs> this has been great. It was nice to meet you. The spins have stopped, but the room is still rocking. You realize that you're on a ship. I guess I should ask you, Artie. Ark. One, where am I? Two, why do you keep calling me Captain? Three, is there gluten in that muffin? I'll have to ask the chef about the muffin, Captain, but uh, you are I'm aboard. Just gonna eat it. I'm just going to eat it. You are aboard your vessel, the Fiery Revenge. I don't have a vessel. And... You are the captain because whoever kills the captain of the Fiery Revenge becomes the captain of the Fiery Revenge. Captain. Do you understand? Do you speak common quite well. Um, okay, okay, okay. So what you're saying is that I murdered someone last night. I'm afraid you did, Captain. Oh my god, Mo, 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 Mo. Murder is a strong word for what happened, Captain. How? Early yesterday evening, we stopped in for a drink at Sea Legs there in Cravey. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And we overheard a story you were telling about how you escaped an encounter with a kraken. Do you want to just quickly remind me what I told you about? You said that you were close enough to count the kraken's teeth. You said there were 83 of them, and the old captain, Captain Rip said that that was impossible. There was no way you'd have time to count to 83. To which you replied, none of us have the time for you to count to 83. And then Rip <laughs> chased you around the tavern. You leapt up on a chandelier. The chandelier gave way, fell onto former Captain Rip, and stabbed him through the forehead. You then crashed down on the other side of him, chuckled to yourself, and then fell asleep. I brought you here Captain Moaz, it's the rules. Right, it's the rules, the rules. Okay, um, I have a lot of thinking to do. I think that this is rock bottom, the murder and all. So I'm just going to say thank you very much for the job offer. I am not in a position to accept. I really wouldn't do a very good job. I don't really do the whole like adventuring Captain, thing. That's not really Captain Mo, my vibe. Being captain of the fiery revenge is a life sentence. It's the rules. Oh, shit. So if I go upstairs right now, is there going to be a big crew of scary-looking giant pirate people? Captain, some of them are admittedly scary-looking. Mm -hmm. I told some of them the impressive feats I heard you describing at the end to assure them that you're qualified for the job. That's great. You ready to meet the crew? I guess let's meet the crew. <laughs> Hardheart leads you out, and you see the crew is all gathered around. Euphoria, you're at the aft of the ship, but mm -hmm. your cabin looks out over the main deck. Yeah. 
These are your officers, Captain. And uh, you see a gnome. He's your quartermaster. He wears like binoculars that have telescope-sized lenses on them, and he spends most of his time up on the crow's nest. What was your name? Big Eye Bort, Captain. Big Eye Bort? You can call me Big Eyes for short. Big Eye Bort, Captain. Okay, uh, next. There's also Tiptoes, 15-foot-tall, 5-foot-wide. He's the bosun of the ship. Oh, nice. He's going to be doing all the repairs and make sure everything's ship shape. He's 15 feet tall. They say he's half giant, Captain. Morning, Captain. Tiptoe. Where'd you get that name? That's my birth name, Captain. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. He uh, holds out a huge hand for you to shake. That's okay. <laughs> no, thank you. No he steps back. <laughs> Jeez. I love Mo. Okay. Am I supposed to... Make a speech? What do we do now? <laughs> Captain, there's altogether 35 of us here. And the rest of the crew grumbles their greeting at the same time with mixed levels of enthusiasm. Captain. 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 Thank you for having me aboard the fiery revenge. I wish it was under different circumstances. I'm very sorry about the situation. It was not intentional. I don't know if that is good or bad. It's just, it's There's the just facts. all these grumbles that start erupting from the crowd. What are your orders, Captain? I guess my orders are to do the the. <laughs> hey, Ark, come here for a second. What? Where are we? Where are we going? Somebody from the crew shouts out to the treasure. The treasure. Two more days. Winds with it. Winds with it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> hey, Ark, downstairs. Let's go. As you start heading back down towards the lower deck, you catch a glimpse of UA's eyes in the cabin. I have all, full black eyes. It's just just literally black. Who is that person? It's a special passenger, Captain. We're taking her across the sea for a good sum of gold. Why are we doing that? For a good sum of gold, Captain. (laughs) (laughs) She looked a little um, locked in a a room type thing. Is she all right? She'd rather not say, Captain. Hardheart leads you below and towards the aft of the ship, past barrels of food, wine, ale, and some trade goods and spices. And he lights a little lamp. And he pulls out a large scroll of parchment. It is a map of the Southern Isles. On it, an X marks an unnamed island maybe 400 miles east of Cravey, where you were picked up. Kanar, you've climbed your way inside the ship, through a gap where a ballista is pointed out the side. And you're nearby when you overhear this exact conversation happening just around the corner. Well, I want to try to pay attention to see if they're dangerous. See what I got myself into by jumping on a stranger's boat? (laughs) Captain Rip's greatest achievement. Before his untimely death, he spent years tracking down the legendary Jin's treasure. Two sailing days away. Do you understand what that means? It means that I killed a man's dreams and then killed... Wishes, Captain. A Jin is a creature capable of granting wishes. The treasurer's wishes? As legend has it. But the crew only knows about the golden gems part so the wishes by right are yours as it's the rules i'm starting to like the rules a little bit more do they say witches or wishes (laughs) (laughs) kanar can you go ahead and make a stealth check for me two two so you're leaning around the corner trying to hear what's going on the uh, corner snaps off Uh, and then you just literally fall over onto your side oh not my good arm mo you see this moon elf just 30 feet away from you guys who is that and he quickly draws out a rapier i panic i don't know what to do Uh, (laughs) (laughs) i put my hands up okay i'm not here to hurt you or anyone uh this is all actually an accident of why i'm here uh relatable 
A stowaway, Captain Moe. What should we do with him? I don't freaking know. I, wh- <laughs> why are you here? What's your purpose upon this all right, boat? All right, all um, right. Listen, I, I ran away. I ran away. You guys were a boat at, at the Isle of Seda. It's, it's, it's my home, and I, and I needed an escape. So I, I took the chance. Uh-huh. Okay. I mean, that seems fair. I don't know. He looks fine. How old are you? <laughs> I'm 100 years old. Wow, really? I'm wow. A, yeah, I'm young for my age, thank you. Yeah, you I look great. Man. He looks good. <laughs> captain. You're the captain? I am the captain. So, um, listen, I'm really good with a bow. Do you do you do you need any warriors or fighters or Ark, do we need any warriors? Do we have warriors? I'm good at hunting. If you, do you need someone to hunt for you? You know, you, you don't stay at sea the entire time. Can you hunt fish with a bow? Yes. But I'll need some rope. How do you catch fish with a rope? You tie it. Okay, I don't care that much. Yes, he can say that's fine. What's your name? Uh, Kanar. Why did that take? Why did so you pause long? so dramatically? <laughs> In our race, when we turn one hundred, we can change our names. And uh, oh my god, I really do not need your entire life story. Please go upstairs. You're <laughs> fine. Right, yeah, you can stay. Aye aye, yarg, and all that other pirate stuff. Thank you, Captain. What you overheard is between us. You're in the circle of trust now, Kanar. Circle of trust. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. Captain, I will show him his duties as a crew member. I will do my duties as a captain. <laughs> <laughs> and I will see you. Hi, Captain. I will be by shortly. Okay. A couple of days pass at sea. Kanar, you've been helping out the bosun yep, tiptoes. Everything. You're going to be serving under me. Well, given the heights, yes, that is very much true. <laughs> <laughs> Is there anything you guys want to do during this voyage montage? Yeah, I'm just going to go ask this woman who she is. Okay, how does that play out? Yeah, um, knock, knocking on the door. <laughs> and I let uh, this cat woman <laughs> into my quarters and I shut the door and lock it behind us. Oh, locking the doors. Well, you know, I'm one with privacy. Now, who are you? I am Captain Mo. This is my ship. You know nothing of what you're doing. I could tell by that speech. It was incredible. Speech, it was incredible. And you are... The previous captain and I, we had an agreement. I gave them a bunch of gold to take me to Earth End. So you carry no loyalty to this crew? Yes. Cool. I need to get off this boat without any of these crazy people or their rules seeing me. I really just want to go back home. I had a thing going. I, I had a, a bar. I, I went to it every night. I knew the people. Would you like me to make you something? A martini? Oh my god, please. I'll make you an old-fashioned. Do you like it neat? I like it all. I will help you if you help me. I'm going to this island to get away from some certain people who are looking for me. I might be able to help with that. That old crusty guy with the beard, he told me about a djinn that's at our next stop that can grant three wishes. So if you helped me get off there then maybe one of those wishes could be that your pursuers get a new hobby Kanar, you've been told to bring some food to the guest and you're right outside the door just about to knock when you overhear mo and the mysterious lady in the cabin this mysterious woman of the night Mm. (laughs) i like it hey oh god got some plumes some dragoon fruit you were not on this boat before when did you arrive um, I pull out a small blade and I hold it to your neck. Oh, wow. <laughs> Which kingdom are you from? You told her about the wishes when you told me not to tell anyone else? Um, Do you serve any nobles? Are you noble blood? 
Lady, I'm a high moon elf. Thank you. So myself. He's just a little stowaway kid. I saw him get on a couple days ago. He's fine. He's fine. He's fine. Close the door behind okay, you and come in, right, please. All right, all right. I put my blade away. So Mo knows no secrecy. Now we're all three in this circle of trust. If you promise not to tell any of these weird rules, cult, pirates that I am leaving, then you can have one of the wishes. There's three wishes. You can have one. Besides, you're good at catching things, right? So he can make us food. Plumes. There are a few things that I could catch. Fine, yes. I will help you. Don't give out any more of your wishes. Great. Then settled. Tonight, you will meet me on deck after everyone goes to sleep. Circle of trust, break, go team. Go team. Go team. Leave my room. You see the island in the moonlight between clouds passing by. The island of the Jinn's treasure. The island is supposedly uninhabited by humanoids. It's a thick jungle with an upward slope toward the center. You lay anchor a safe distance from the southern shore. A few feet of fog covers the surface of the steady ocean. Big eyes whisper yells down from his place at the crow's nest to you, Captain Moe. Shall we wait for morning light to approach, Captain? Yes, yes, everybody. Good work today. Pulling sails and doing scrub decks and everybody in bed. You need a solid eight hours. Hi, uh, Captain. Hi, Captain. Captain. <laughs> Hardheart says, it's almost time, Captain, and shakes your hand. Yeah, you guys have been waiting for this moment for a long time, huh? To get your wishes. A few years now, Captain. Oh, well, really it was the journey. It was the learning, not the actual reward. That is the most valuable thing in the end. Hard, arc, arc, hard, 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 right? Strange question, Captain, but I suppose yes. All right, good. This was a good talk. I'll see you tomorrow. Go to bed. (laughs) He makes his way. To his cabin. Oh my god, Mo, what did you do? What do you guys do now? I come out of my captain knowing that we are close. I knock on Kanar's door. Kanar's door is the whole lower deck of the ship with a hundred other... So I go downstairs and I say, (laughs) Kanar, I vomited upstairs and I need you to swab the deck. Please come with me. Aye, aye, Captain. Let me grab my bucket and my mop and I'll be right there. All right. There are rowboats that you can use to approach the island. Nice. You lower into the water. You guys cannot let me touch this water. Listen to me. Listen to me. Eye contact. On one of my adventures, I met a witch. Oh, was she nice? No. She said, Mo, if you ever touch the ocean again, you will explode into a million pieces and be dead. There could be a chance you're going to touch the water. Just take my cloak, wrap yourself in this. I typically wear a cloak, so I'll give you my cloak as well. We'll Just wear a poncho. Thank you. And we'll put you you in the middle. Okay, getting in the boat, getting in the boat. You guys uh, (laughs) get into the rocky boat. boat. (laughs) Gently down (laughs) the street. Once in a while, there's like a tiny little splash of water that comes up from the oars. Oh my god, please. You are completely Just covered. You're fine. Completely covered. Breathe, Keep your feet breathe. up. You're good. It takes you guys about 10 minutes to reach the shore. Oh my god. And soon you reach the island. It's thick jungle and it's pitch black, basically. Uh, you guys all have dark vision, I believe. 60 feet, 60 feet, 60 feet. Ah, dark vision squad. On the back of this treasure map, is a map of this island. Landmarks and such that you're following. You proceed, occasionally you catch a glimpse of bizarre wildlife among the foliage. Eventually, you reach the end of the marked trail. A large stone with a mostly flat surface sits on the forest ground. On it, a ruin-like symbol that matches the symbol on your map. The symbol on the rock suddenly lights up and your map becomes hot to the touch. 
in an elaborate cursive handwriting, appears these words. A tool unused by the daring is the way in, though a daring soul be needed to the entrance take. Be you wary of the splash you make. The only way out is with the gin. Okay. Did you say gin or gem? Gin. Oh, okay. No, like just, a genie. Just checking. A tool in use by the daring is the way in. <laughs> is it just being careful? Like caution? Uh, Be wary of the splash you make. So water? Uh, either it's water or when we go in, we're going to go into water. So we go in? Going where? It's just a rock. We have to open it. So let's just move it. Together? You can all try to move oh, it. Oh, I'm really strong. Why don't I just do it? Can I do an investigation check, actually? Yeah, I'll sure. have that for you. Thank you. Um, that's a nat 20, so I'm not even going to oh, add my mind. Oh, baby, baby! The symbol on the rock, it's actually a symbol that is in the language of infernal. It's a language spoken by mages and people who have studied the underworld and... I speak it. That makes sense. Yeah. Okay, I read it. It translates to head first. Ah, we bash ahead into it. Wonderful. You also, investigating, you see that the rock is unnaturally clean, as if it's magic. And when you touch it, it's rock solid. <laughs> rock solid. It's, uh, <laughs> it's solid it. and it doesn't move. <laughs> you want to put our heads on it? What? No. Why not? Okay, fine. Put your head on I will, it. I will. Are you a daring soul? I am a daring soul. <laughs> fine. All right, go. All right. Prosper. I'm going to do a motion to where I get to my hands, doing an upside down push up, and then I lower myself down to place yeah. my head on it. Your hands are holding steady, and your nose and your face just pass right through the surface of stone. You see through the other side of the stone a smooth circular shaft, about three feet in diameter, heading straight down and out of sight. When your eyes adjust, you actually see a pale blue glow from somewhere unseen is lighting the area. There is a surface of still water about 100 feet down. Oh, my God. I do want to mention that I said that we would probably get into water. But it's not going to be ocean. So you won't um, blow up. Or... Right. It's, it's, right. Uh, it's spring water. It's an old salt. You're fine. Can I, you go first? Yeah, can I go dive in? You're already halfway through. Head first. I was speaking in the handstand the entire time, by the way. So <laughs> I, um, I, I push my hands back up to kind of pop off the ground for a little bit, like a little push-up press to go head first, boom. All right. Hands in, pencil dive, and I'm going in. You uh, shoot through the rock. Make an acrobatics check as you try to hit the water in the safest way possible. 10 plus four, 14. You're good. So it hurts to hit the water, but nothing that's going to damage you. Oh, should have did the caveman dive. You swim back towards the surface, and you make your way towards the nearest land. Your feet soon scrape cold, flat rock beneath you. Most of the cavern is quite shallow, and at many points the floor rises up above the water level, creating little islands and peninsulas of stone. On each of these, visible thanks to the unknown blue light, treasure is piled up everywhere you look. Gold and jewels in overflowing chests, ornate weapons, peculiar tomes, all of it. Are you all right? I'm all right. It was an impact, but uh. Wait. So I, I, how I'm far okay. down is it? It's about a hundred feet. Are you scared of heights? I'm not particularly in favor to them. It's fifty feet. What does it look like down there? There's some treasure around. Treasure? What does treasure mean? Describe it's it. Coins piled up and oh, okay. some uh, oh, yeah. some tomes. Do we need to come down there with you? Is it? Wait, wait. I'd rather not. Reread the riddle. The riddle was to get through the stone, which we did. And what did it say at the end about getting back? You can't leave without the gin. You see 
blue light from the other side of the room is actually coming from a magic lamp. Of course, you can't be 100% sure that it's magic, but it's it's a lamp much like the kind, as the stories say, that could grant wishes. Okay, grab it and come back up. Great. Good job. You're doing so great by yourself. Yeah, don't, don't come in after me trying to help. I got this. <laughs> All right. I approach. He is walking into a trap. There's no way that this thing is just there. And we should go help him. You know what? You're the smarter one between the two of us. It should be you. I'm you not going brains. down there until after you go down there. You're more likely to run than I am. More likely to run? Not come and help. So you go first. I'm going to climb very carefully down those rock walls using my tabaxi claws. So you managed to scoot your way down this little column face first. So your head pops out into the rest of the cavern. And I really, I want to do an investigation right away just to see if there's any signs of traps. You see a bunch of dark wisps just beneath the surface of the water seem to collect in one spot. Behind Kanar, larger and larger. there's a thing. It's a trap. Of course it's a trap. Kanar, when you look behind you, you Mm -hmm. see... A large, dark, ghastly figure rise up out of the water about 12 feet tall. You hear constant whispering. Huh. Yeah, that's not... <laughs> can somebody tell me what's happening so I can aid you? And then it howls. And I need you to make a wisdom saving throw, Kinnar. Oh, God, thank you. You succeed. <laughs> However, you take psychic damage as this crazy scream and these whispers attack your mind. Eight psychic damage. Oof. <laughs> How many hit points do you have? I have 11. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> you are first. How far am I mo- from this scene? 100 feet up in the air. If I fall, I'm going to fall right into the water, right? Yeah. There's a lot of water down there. I don't really. Why don't. Okay. Help. Help! UA, I'm gonna need you to come down here. I'm coming. Okay, so I decide that basically the only way to get down here is diving. I'm not very good at that, but I'm very strong. (sighs) So you fall with force. I fall with force. (laughs) So you also splash through the water. You look up and you see this crazy creature is approaching Kanar. I decide that this is optimal time to throw a firebolt. I take the hot Cheetos that were on my belt to the top part of my staff that has a furnace-like ability, and I say, dangerously cheesy, as a firebolt blasts out of the staff. <laughs> I want Cheetos Eat now. this. <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> You're going to hit. Roll your damage with that firebolt. Five damage. And you shoot a firebolt at it, but it doesn't even really seem to feel the impact. It has resistance. So it doesn't take any damage. It takes... Two. Two. Half of it rounded down. Right. Well, guys, I did that while I was swimming, so it was pretty fucking cool, okay? (laughs) I'm just going to do my ray of frost. Okay. Wow. Make an attack roll. Take that, you son of a bitch. The ray of frost disperses, turns into snow that's sort of just falling down this creature's uh, body. So he has resistance to that, too. It's immune to cold damage. (laughs) I should have realized that when I was in this... Fucking go water. <laughs> I'm gonna sprint towards the lamp. Maybe go get healed and then get the gin. You go get the gin. I guess I'll climb down further. Oh my god, oh my god, the water, the water, the water, the water, the water, the water, the water. I really don't think I can do this. It's not ocean water. I'm dying. <laughs> you're right, you're right. Okay. Mo is going to do a very neat dive into that water. You feel the freezing cold water all over you and you swim up to the top 
Okay, so I'm gonna jump out of that water. For my action, I'm gonna dash like okay. a little somersault behind the pile of treasure. Okay, great. Cats do like a doggy paddle, I imagine, when they're when they're swimming. Is that what you think we do? A doggy paddle? <laughs> A, a cat paddle? I don't know. Okay, continue. Well, once you reach the island, you knock over like a pile of coins. When you do so, the thing just screams out. <laughs> Kanar, you notice that the creature immediately just turns away from you and starts heading that direction. Great destruction. <laughs> now hit him. Next up is the Alip. As it approaches you- Are you talking to me? Yeah. Mm. You hear these crazy whispers, these whispers of madness. I got an 18. 18. Mm-hmm. Well then, I think this will just not do anything to you. Can you speak a little bit more clearly, please? You can make a perception check. That's an 18, again. Many different voices at the same time in different orders are saying the words, don't touch my treasure. Don't touch my treasure. Don't touch did you learn anything you want to tell us? I don't know if this is going to be new information, but it doesn't want us to touch the treasure. It reaches its claw down towards you and scoops up a handful of the coins that fell over when you hid behind them and sort of places it back on the pile where it was. Maybe avoid the treasure? Get in the water? Don't look at me. <laughs> I don't know what it wants. I don't know. <laughs> Can I just get healed first? I'm going to take Lenar like tears. <laughs> Wait. It's not even a thing. <laughs> you can call me whatever you want. Just heal me. <laughs> I do um, my healing word. I whip out my long pipe that has a prepared nug already in it. I take a drag and the smoke forms a couple letters. It's like a whisper. It says, you are healed. A little bit, maybe. It depends on how much I roll. <laughs> oh, yes, a three plus a three. Oh, you heal six. <laughs> Kanar, you're really hurt, but you inhale this this smoke. <laughs> you just feel a lot better. Oh <laughs> it's blueberry flavor. Welcome to season three, everybody. I'm just, I'm gonna stab it with my rapier and see if it does anything. You stab through it, and when you remove your rapier, you see a little bit of a wound. It's not useless. It takes half of that. Guys, you can stab it. I'm gonna climb up on the wall with my claws and start scaling the wall towards the lamp. As you leap up and away from this olive, it's gonna swing at you with its reaction. What is your AC? If it's less than eight, we're gonna be in trouble. That bitch misses. <laughs> so with cat-like speed and reflexes, Meow. you leap backwards and you start to scale up and away. Kanar, you are up. You are freezing cold and almost fully healed. What do you do? I'm shooting an arrow. Ooh. So you take, take half that, that, you That's son a of a bitch. That's a lot. Great shot, 10 out of 10, do it again. It goes right through the back of its head and it turns towards you slowly. Oh, I, I back away from it. Where Take do you want to go? Take me with you. I'm going to grab you <laughs> away. No, get away. Get away. Wait, no, you need me. Unless so, then you're, I can heal you You're coming again, with so you me. me. Yes, you're coming with okay. me. Yes, we're, we're going together. <laughs> get away. Get away. You need me. <laughs> <laughs> I changed my mind. The bad guys are going to approach the two of you, and I need both of you to make wisdom saving throws. Oh, I got a nine. I got an 11. Oh, we're going to die. Not great for either of you. You guys take psychic damage inside your heads. You each make a melee attack against each other. Each other? Yeah. Take your weapons and slash at each other immediately. Ha! Two! Kanar, yeah. you get this crazy vision in your head that you're supposed to attack, but you catch yourself and you miss. I got a 17. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. I pull out my staff. 
So she heals you six, and she hits you in the face with a staff for seven. Yue, does this seem productive? Oh my god, I'm Am I so dead? sorry. I didn't mean to. <laughs> You're not dead, All but right. you are dying. I'm dying. I'm sorry. How far am I from the lamp? You are about 100 feet from the lamp. What? You are about 100 feet from the lamp. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, guys. I'll be back. Yue, please don't let him die. I'm going to hop down from hop the wall. Down. And as a tabaxi, I can dash 60 feet. So I'm going to dash 60 feet towards the thing. But I am definitely using my kitty prowess, being careful to not knock anything over. Maybe I should re-roll it. No, no tell <laughs> us. What was it? It's a one. All right. You trip on one rock. You start to tumble and you fall completely sideways and slide into another one, knocking over like every piece of treasure on a certain island. I'm okay. The creature who was towering over the other two immediately turns your way. And it gets a little bit bigger and scarier and it goes... Okay, so the second time I do this, I don't have a prepared nug. I mean, it's just because, you know, I didn't grind it up. So I take a drag and the smoke blows towards you. It says, you are healed a little bit. <laughs> you didn't expect to cast healing word twice so soon. You got four healed on you. So you guys are still like right beneath this monster, but it's looking the other direction. Uh, yeah, running. See ya. Leave goodbye, me. <laughs> I, I run, I guess. Strategically, not touching treasure. Kanara, you're awake. I'm, I'm just going to go back to the water right now and regain my thoughts. Just don't touch Wait. the treasure and don't do anything crazy. While I'm treading water, I'm going to shoot an arrow towards a treasure with the hope that it's going to go towards the sound. Okay. Uh, your arrow hits a couple of stacks of coins and the alip suddenly turns and says, Don't touch my treasure. And it goes towards the sound. Floats in a circle around that little spot where the arrow hit doesn't see anyone, grabs a handful of coins, puts it back out onto the rocks. This is kind of sad. <laughs> We're like coming into its house, messing up all its stuff. It's Coors, fine. What, what do you it's, expect? He's a lost soul. It's okay. It's fine. It's not even, it's like if you came into my house and just knocked over my stuff, I would probably be mad. And then it's going to be most hurt. And then I dash to the treasure. You make your way there. The lamp seems to hum as you near it. Yeah, I'm just going to grab it. I mean, what else are we going to As soon as you touch it, a burst of energy fires out of the end of it, striking the cavern wall nearby and creating a strange rift of white light. The alip, the olip. Are we going with alip or alip? It's olive. The olive darkens and grows to its full, terrifying height before booming. Don't touch my treasure! There's a howling wind all around, and you realize you're being sucked into the light. Are they coming with me? You guys also feel the wind, and it starts to pull you. Do you let it take you? What do you what's everybody do? Uh, yeah, shit, we should all just go inside there because I don't want to be with that thing when it comes up. I'm going to say we should. Yep, Absolutely. I'm going in! One after the other, you fly through this rift, and you see the Olip is chasing you, and right as you reach the wall, it swipes. Everything turns to white, and you guys... Die? Do we see each other? You don't see anything because that is the end of episode one. I knew it. it. That was real dramatic. I was real scared. <laughs> <laughs> Good job, Jake. <laughs>
Good job, you three. Sorry, Kanar, for hitting you all the time. They Kanar just kept throwing you at stuff. I have battle scars now. <laughs> yeah. Yes, you do. Psychic <laughs> ones. So they're in your brain. Emotional they're in my brain. Scars. I'm scarred, man. Yikes. Yikes. How's everybody's character feeling right now? What do you What do you think? Kanar's having actually he's having a lot of fun. He gets to yell at this giant monster. He died. He comes back and he's like, <laughs> "This isn't where I thought I was going to start." But hey. It's it's the adventure life. Um, Mo just wanted to go home, and now I think she's realizing that this is a whole thing. She doesn't <laughs> love whole things, and now she's got Boy, this like this sure kid that she's thing. responsible for. This elven kid who like he's only a hundred. Is only a hundred years old, <laughs> and he almost died, and she doesn't love that. She's overwhelmed. I feel that. Yeah, my character's like, this was a lot of goddamn effort, and I was gonna get to my island anyways. However, my wish is worth it. We'll find out next time on uh, Roll For It. Thanks, everybody, for listening to Season 3. Solid good time. Before we go, we just want to say thank you to the people that make this podcast possible. Couldn't do it without them. Our patrons, but it's Season 3. It's set at sea, so it's going to be their pirate names. And if you don't like your pirate name, I'm sorry, but it's the rules. It's the rules. And if we say your real name wrong, we're sorry. We're sorry. That's just, that's just, we're, we're our bad. We're bad people. Thank you to Kevin Pretender Flores. Brittany Mutiny McCown. Madeline Roughdog Crane. Lauren Vulture Snook. Miranda Three Teeth Goo. Sarah Mad-Eye Toilette. Sarcastic crew member Beth. <laughs> crew member. Quincy Black Eyes. Ben No Fingers True. True Tro. Ben No Fingers. Chanel Merciless Zoo. And Nathan the Legend Ranson. Thanks everybody so much for supporting our show and keep listening. Hope you love it. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Wow! Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey guys, this is DM Jake. Thanks so much for listening to the pod. We can't tell you how much we appreciate your support. 
If you want more adventures from these characters, we're continuing the story live each week on our Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash rollforitpod. Tune in to watch the cast take on levels 11 through 20 and interact with us as we play. You can catch sessions you might have missed on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash rollforitpod. See you there.